Happy Saturday evening, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're in the midst of a great weekend. Was stuck watching some college football today. Notre Dame finally looked like a decent football team. They haven't played a good game since the first half of the Florida State opener in Tallahassee, but they look solid today. It's just a question of whether or not Wisconsin is good or Wisconsin is bad, so time will tell. Next week should be a interesting test for the Irish as they play Cincinnati, number 8-ranked Cincinnati. So, I am your host, Jay Scott. This is The Hook Rocks, the ultimate rock community podcast. Don't forget, we're part of Pantheon Podcasts and the great music community of music podcasts like Mistress Carrie, Shout Out Loudcast, Vinnie Apice, Carmen Apice with local Chicago promoter Ron Nesty, Cobras in Fire, and rock historian Martin Popoff. Check out all of those. Follow them on Twitter at Pantheon Pods. Find them on PantheonPodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook. Lots of stuff happening, lots of stuff in store. I got my fingers crossed that October is going to be a great month. We've got a lot of great episodes already lined up, some that we're still working on, but I can tell you that it's exciting to uh, be presenting all of this content to you here Coming up, and we've got some great episodes to finish up September. We've got a great new band appearing in the New Music Spotlight, a band that's been rising up for the past several years and has really evolved into something incredible with their new EP that's coming out in October. So catch that next week. I'm excited about that. As far as tonight goes... We've got the Miles Kennedy Concert Review in Sturdivant, Wisconsin. I don't know if it's Sturdivant or Racine. I've always thought it was Racine. It's called Route 20 Outhouse. And I saw Miles Kennedy there last Friday in support of his latest album, The Ides of March. Fantastic album. One of my favorites so far this year. So I took the drive up to to the show in Wisconsin and man, it started out crazy. The weather was really bad. Like driving on the highway, you could probably see maybe five feet, 10 feet in front of you. I mean, it was a downpour. It was pretty, pretty crazy. And I thought I was going to be late to the show. I got off the highway, took some side roads and then headed up North to Wisconsin because they're North from where I live. And it was like, you know, 10 miles or five miles over, and it was like completely clear. There was no rain at all. In fact, when you got close to the border, it was pretty dry. And in the Wisconsin, it was pretty dry. So it takes about an hour to get up there. But around O'Hare, where I live, O'Hare Airport, it was pretty crazy to start off the trip. But got out there just in time. I was there about 15 minutes before Tyler Bryant and Graham Whitford from Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown took the stage to do an acoustic set. So the venue itself, it is the first time that I've been inside of the venue. I've been outside. I've had some festivals, uh, I believe, a few years ago before COVID. That's where I saw Bourbon House play. Um, I don't think it was outside. I don't think it was inside. I think it was outside, but I could be wrong. But 
Anyway, the venue itself, I'm not a big fan of. And the reason is it's not because of the sound. The sound is good, but the stage is very low to the ground. It's only maybe a foot off the ground, and the rest of the place is pretty level. So if you're a few rows back or a few people back when you're standing up, and we live in the age of everybody got to film something on camera, it's very difficult to see. It's very difficult to not have someone's arm being obstructed view. So that is very difficult. It's a challenge at this place. And although it sounds good, you know, visually it's very hard. That stage needs to be up a few more feet to really have a better experience. Just my opinion. Um, had nothing to do with the performance. It had nothing to do with the crowd. The crowd was great. It was at capacity or near capacity, and they were really into the show, whether it was Tyler Bryant, the opener, or Miles, the headliner. They were a great crowd. Um, I think if you're performing there, you have to be pretty, you have to be pretty happy with playing in front of them. Uh, as far as Miles goes, sounded phenomenal. Absolutely. I mean, really crushed it. Did a lot of stuff off of the two solo albums. He did an Alter Bridge track. He did a Miles Kennedy and Conspirators with Slash song. But most of it was off You're the Tiger or The Ides of March, which I pretty much expected that show or this show to be. I didn't really expect anything else as far as, you know, diving into Alter Bridge or diving into the Slash stuff. Um, he's got two very solid albums. You're the Tiger was one of my favorites when that was released a few years ago. And the Ides of March are great too. The years, Year of the Tiger, they're both, before I begin, they're both very personal records. Year of the Tiger is very personal. If you read the lyrics to that album, it... Um, it really hits home with a lot of things. It really, he really kind of bears his soul on that on that album. And then Ides of March is his personal view and how he personally has been dealing with what's been happening in reality in the outside world, um, outside of making music. And it's it, they're both personal. I did a great interview with him. I think it was back in June, I want to say, May or June. Uh, great guy, very forthcoming with his answers. Uh, really enjoyed the conversation. But getting to the show, again, like I said, the crowd was great. Um, it was a three-piece band. I didn't know if he was going to be playing with a band or just doing it by himself. I missed the show a few years ago when he was supporting Year of the Tiger. It was at the Rock House in West Dundee, which is about 15, 20 minutes from me. And I thought... If I remember correctly, that was just an acoustic show with just him. I could be wrong, but I think that's how I remember it. So I was driving up there, and I didn't know if he was going to have a band or if he was just going to do an acoustic set. I had heard Tyler Bryant was going to do an acoustic set, so I was kind of leaning towards more of an intimate type of show with him just up there on a stool with an acoustic guitar. It was with a band, and his band was great. I don't know... The, you know, who played, you know, or what members of his band or what the names of the members of his band, but they were awesome. They were really tight. They were really good. The bass player and the drummer really meshed well and really grooved together really good. But the first thing I'm going to say about the Miles Kennedy performance is he is a fantastic guitar player. Like, really, really good. I 
had heard that he played guitar, and I heard he, from people that he was a really good guitar player, but I've never seen him play live. Um, so I was pleasantly surprised with his performance on the guitar. I mean, he just completely just crushed it. Um, as far as the set list goes, it was a pretty cool set list. It started out with Wake Me When It's Over, which is from the latest album, A Thousand Words, Devil on the Wall, Turning Stones, Haunted by Design. He went into then the Alter Bridge song, All Ends Well. Really did a great job of getting the crowd into the show, and the crowd was pumped to see him. He's got a great presence on stage. Very welcoming. You know, you can tell he really appreciates the audience when he does it play in front of them. I, I said something similar about Nick Perry when I saw him. Uh, I think this also applies to Miles Kennedy with you know how much he really does appreciate. He was he loved the back and forth with the crowd. He loved telling the stories that he did about the songs or even about a little bit about his childhood when he lived close to the venue when he was growing up. I think he came, I want to say from Boston, I'm trying to remember, but I think he came from the East Coast into uh, Wisconsin and lived there for a very short period of time. But I can't complain about the set list. The set list was absolutely phenomenal. You know, a good mix, like I said, from the first two albums. Um, loved his performance of Year of the Tiger, which was after Blind Faith and The Great Beyond. I thought the set list was just very well sequenced. Year of the Tiger was a magic moment during the show because... The performance was incredible. The crowd um, interaction and appreciation of that song was fantastic. I think people really enjoyed hearing that. They were really into it. Um, again, you know, he sounded he sounded great. Uh, just again, tell it like it is. Moonshot, which is off the latest album, I thought was a very strong performance. One of my favorite songs of the evening. I would probably say that and "You're the Tiger." are probably one and two, and then, you know, he ended with In Stride, which I thought was just a fantastic performance. I mean, just a fantastic, awesome slide guitar performance by Miles Kennedy. He really just gets it done. He did World on Fire, uh, was the Slash song that he did, and he ended with Worried Mind, which closed Ides of March. Even though the title is Worried Mind, the song does offer hope about what has been happening in these times and in, in what we're going through right now, uh, whether it's the pandemic or whether it's just how divided we are. I thought it was a perfect song to end the show as I thought it was a perfect song to end the album. And it really went over well. I felt that the show was almost perfect in terms of the performance, in terms of the crowd. Like I said, the only drawback was the venue stage where it was just not high enough. And there was a point in the show where a guy's got his arm up and he's filming like the whole song. You know, I, I film, like I do post stuff on Twitter. You know, I don't want to, you know, completely skate by and, and just talk about this individual I do that, but I'm also 6'2", and I can hold the phone to my face, not above me, not to the side of me. I can hold it to my face where it's not distracting anybody. So I have that advantage. 
Now, with this stage, it's very hard to do that. That's why I really didn't take much video or many pictures, just because it was really difficult to get a good picture or a good video because of that. And this guy had his arm up above his head, and everyone behind him is like groaning, like, dude, come on, man. Like the whole song. But what are you going to do? You know, that's just... The, the, the way we are right now, we want to capture the moment. We want to show everybody where we're at. And I've done it. I know we've all done it. It's just part of a live performance now. So, But it didn't really impact the show other than a little bit of an annoyance. It, it was still a great performance. It was nothing to really say, oh, if it wasn't for that guy's arm, it would have been great. It was awesome. His guitar playing, the band, the sequencing of the set list, the the songs he picked for the set list were great. I was just happy to be there, happy to see him. I've never seen him solo, so this was a treat for me. I've loved his material. I love his songwriting. I love how he really is in tune with himself. He knows himself very well, and I admire that. I really do. And... For, for an artist to, to be like that and be that honest with his audience, with his songs, and have his audience and his fans appreciate that and not take that for granted, you really did grasp that when you're seeing him live or when I saw him live. So it was a great performance, all in all. I, just wowed by his guitar playing, wowed by his singing and performing in the band. I believe it was just, it's one of the better shows that I've been to this year. Um, Just really enjoyed hearing him, seeing him live for the first time, hearing the songs that I love so much from his two solo albums. And I think you'll like it too. I know he's doing an East Coast run right now. He's in New Jersey tomorrow night. He's in New York on Tuesday, Philly on Wednesday, does Ohio and Baltimore, and then he's in the on a little bit of a break for a couple months, and then he plays the UK in December. So for all my listeners out in the United Kingdom, check his website, check his tour dates, go see him live. You will definitely, definitely enjoy it. I, uh, I promise you. Well, that's the Miles Kennedy Concert Review in Sturdivant, Wisconsin at Route 20. Hope you enjoyed listening Don't forget to set your podcast app, wherever you do podcasts, to automatic download so you get the latest and greatest Hook Rocks episode, whether it's on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, wherever, you'll get the all-new episodes. We've got some great episodes coming up, too, as well, so you want to stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening. Remember to support new music, new bands, up-and-coming artists, emerging rock and roll stars. Buy their merch, buy their CDs, buy their vinyl, stream their music, and you'll be a happy music fan if you do. All right, everybody, take care. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll talk soon.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 